Good evening. Good evening, all. On behalf of First Amendment Sports Podcast Studios and Basement Studios all across Kensington, Maryland, I'm Ken Marangola. He's Tim Stragan. Yo, what's up? Let's get this done, man. I'm getting really excited. Football season get close. Yeah, feel yeah. it. Yeah, seal and stabby. Thank you, brother. You guys, there's more than enough. You're, you're talking about there's nothing. I mean, there's, there's nothing but football happening right now. Get all ready. Right, all right, we'll turn you up. We'll turn Get you ready. Up turn him up a little bit. You all right there, Peach Witty? Oh, yeah. Great to be back. Get that With the colorblind inducing shirt on. That's right. Senor Kevin Ricca, another Tuesday with you, my friend. Hey, man. It's I'm just good. happy our boy's back from good old Rocky Top. Yes, I am. Being down uh, in Knoxville with old Fitz kind of uh, ended preseason for me and started football for me. I got a little pumped up. I'm not going to lie, bro. Oh, going to see uh, Craig Fitzgerald, the uh, head strength coach uh, down at Tennessee, is always going to fire up. The guy's friend hey, of the show. Our he boy just the... gave a big old speech down to the football team down yeah. in Knoxville and uh, knocked it well, out cheer, of the park down there. That. Thank and you I'll guys. tell you that. Thank you guys. Hey, man, that was pretty I'm getting kind of freaked out over the uh, social media stuff that's happening right now. I'm not used to this stuff. T13. You're going viral. T13 cool, Stracking, is that right? At, at T13 yeah. Stracking. At T13 I'm not even on Facebook, which is where it was put up. But Is it at Kevin Ricca? With, I don't know what your Twitter you, name is. You just is. nailed it. At Kevin Ricca. You All right. nailed it. I'm Got out. it. At It's Raining Ken. Good. At Brian Stabby. At B Stabby. At B Stabby. Seal the Real Deal. Seal the Real Deal. Check us all out on Twitter. Welcome to the Hogs Haven audience. Welcome to First Amendment sports enthusiasts and uh, all Tuesday well wishers and fellow Tuesday um, you know celebrators. This is the Audible. It's all season on the brink still, and not until September. Um, and it was Have a we good officially week. made that. Yes, it's official. Okay, it's been so set it's in still stone. off season on the brink. It's still off season on the See brink. You in September. And and it, and it was a. I would. I'm going to argue for a just. I would want to use the word great. I mean, I just think it was a very, very, very above-average week for the Washington Redskins from a preseason uh, perspective. Um, we focused it, it sometimes. Really, could not have gotten any worse. I mean, well, we we had a down we week last technically, week. Technically, yes, it could have, but it was a bounce back week. It was bounce back, but it was a good week um, for good reasons. It wasn't just the absence of bad. Okay, we we talk we we do a 52-week Redskins show. We, there's a lot of bad it's stuff a big going. Part of it. There's a lot of bad stuff going on. I, I just think of the of our 52 weeks in talking about Redskins. I just think that this was a really good week. You got to man up for that 52, and this was a yes. nice one. Yeah, this yeah. I mean, nice we, we take some we take we take some on the chin. I mean, I, I no Redskins fan out there is a stranger to a terrible football week, and they happen at any time without any notice. Sometimes, um, and we had a bad one last week for. Uh, a football reason. Which Although Seal Seal had an uncomfortable time in New Jersey watching the game, he didn't have a he didn't have a good or great. Yeah, well, what do you expect, Jets fans, New York fans? J E T S, whatever. New York fans, by the way, uh, we're City's fans. Philly. We're City's fans. Philly. We're City's fans. Philly. Philly. Philly unanimous. It's unanimous. That. Yes, it's I unanimous. I think we were all going to agree on that. No, no, we it's all it's, for that. it's a known thing. So, and I a think probably a lot of people right think that. Ass, bro. Yeah. I think that's the award for that. Like when uh, we're least expecting, first. when we're least and expecting. I, and I hate it. Dallas Whoa. so much that uh, it almost makes me like, kind of like a fake like of the New York fan base because I, I like I, I generally you know we all have friends from New York. Everybody in the world has friends from New York, New York. Um, and they they're a lot more likable than all the friends we have from Philadelphia. Well, you know My what? college roommate is a is is a, is a terror of a Jets fan. 
and he he's got nothing on the on the guys from Philly. One of the nothing. biggest differences, though, is that New Yorkers though can also be self depreciating when it's called they can. for. They yeah. can Mets and Jets yes. call themselves out, yeah. just like these guys did when uh, when it, when Redskins finally won the game. They were yep. kind of like, okay, well, we suck too, or something stink. like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, there's a little nuance there. Philly is just in your face no matter what. And even if they know they're wrong, what's coming out of their mouth, they're not going to stop saying it. It's going to be a three-round draft. Draft your least favorite sports team. I'm curious. What do you guys think? New York, New Jersey, Philly, not necessarily in that order. What about Boston? Boston. Yeah. Yeah. And they're annoying. They've had it so hard. Yeah, Yeah, right. That's annoying, but you know what? They Let's did. talk about they did back in the day. Yeah, they did. That's yeah. fine. But back in the day, they also had one of the best decades of any sports all right, all right, all city right. in the world. Wait, wait, is there? Are we going to talk about someone we're in particular to, tonight? Yeah, we're going to talk just, about. We're going to talk. Just we have free flowing, dude. We're in. You know, we, we're in we a are, tree of, We're coming I was in. Getting out of the Boston. Here. I was just getting out of the Boston. I don't yeah, know where we're yeah. going. All right, that's good. That, I, I, I like somewhere else. No, no Boston. Don't pop. Don't pop. I got to eat that mic. All right, so we took a bad. We took one on the chin. We lost. A ton of talent. I, I I love Darius Geis for Darius Geis, but uh, from a talent perspective, we we, we took a, a hell of a, of a hit at a position where talent matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the last, what, 24 hours, 36 hours, signed a new guy, Adrian Peterson. Um, Adrian Peterson is a running back for the Washington Redskins. Uh, 2012, Ken yeah. is needs – uh, an hourly shorts change. Come on. But 2018, Ken, I think is a little bit more understanding of. What, you still what do, we have. just I'm for s- different reasons. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm somebody else having to do it. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> well, you know, just Six years is a long time, buddy. <laughs> I'm between people. Um, All right. Uh, I think that. Um, <laughs> listen, first of all, we need warm bodies. But more than that, how about we just didn't overpay for a guy? I, I, we've we've hired this guy before. And it always could be different. It always could be there. Like Larry Johnson could always have something left in the tank. Sean Alexander, yep. you know, we, we did the TJ Duckett thing. Yep. I, this could be different. And I'm not even saying that it would be the same if he wasn't, um, you know, the greatest, you know, running back. Uh, Kevin, he had a good workout. A good workout? It was like you at Pottery Barn. Everyone was aghast. No one could <laughs> figure out what the hell you were doing. It was nuts. Yeah. And everyone was like, we, we have to hire this guy. And now you're working there part time. Yeah, but what I, I did was amazing. That. My wife appreciates you, it too. Hey, listen, it was apparently uh, it was, it was like I mean, it was like just bizarre. And the guy is a physical freak of nature, and, and and we've known that over the years. But you know what? Here's the deal. And, I, and I'm sitting there talking to my dad because I'm reading on Twitter, and everyone's either freaking out or, or so mad. Hey, if you're super excited and thinks this is taking us over the edge, sorry, but no. you're wrong. Yes. And if you're having a horrible time with it, then you're an ass. Because this ain't that you're bad. You're also wrong. This is, you're you're also, also wrong. wrong. And I hate telling people that they're right and wrong, but I know this. Tressway, Dustin Hopkins, and Nick Sunberg will all make more money this year than Adrian Peterson. Yep. This is a no-risk, possible-reward situation that this guy is sitting there with his old boy, the best left tackle on planet Earth, coming from Oklahoma, and it's making people happy. And this guy's not here to do anything but work hard. He got no guarantees. He got no promises. Yeah. Like, what's the problem here, man? Let's yeah. just enjoy Adrian Peterson for what he is in 2018. We Let's have at it with him. are lucky to have a guy with this experience. And your starter goes down. So it's not, you know, people are going to say, is he going to start or not? Guess what? You know, our starter is on IR. We, we need guys to eat up carries. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our frontline guy, Chris Thompson, who was, who was our best guy still, um, he's got to still be responsible for what he was going to be responsible for before. No and Adrian doubt. Peterson has to eat up those. Guys. And you know what? Listen, Samaji Piran is coming back. He, he, he didn't he didn't break his leg. 
Uh, we, we, we will have guys, and I think Adrian Peterson could be part of a very uh, efficient backfield. Samaje Piran has rushed for 100 yards twice in his career for us in his rookie season. Adrian Peterson played six games last year and also rushed for 100 yeah. yards twice. And you're talking about a guy that can eat carries. Adrian Peterson in a football game last year took 37 carries yeah. for 159 yards. This is this just happened. He had some minor neck injury. Doc said hail up, and the Arizona Cardinals did not want to put him on the IR. Their hand was forced. This is a guy that's ready. He's chomping at the bit, and I know he's not going to be the guy that we all hear when we hear the word Adrian Peterson, but who gives a damn? Don't we trust this guy right now? Don't we think he has more think, upside than anyone we have in-house? I think you just hit a, a, an important word is trust. He, he, he's a veteran. He, he's not going to be the guy that we all think of. When you hear the name Adrian Peterson, he's not the Hall of Fame caliber Adrian Peterson, but you trust a guy like him. Now, he does have fumble issues and has in the past, and hopefully that's not going to be something that, that comes becomes a problem here. Uh, he is going to eat up some carries and be somebody there. What I think is really important and really interesting about this is if he does figure into the mix, right, maybe not the starter, but a guy who's, you know, second in on first and second or short yardage or something like that, who is the starter? Is it Fit Rob, right? If it's Fit Rob, you got Chris Thompson, you got him. You can't take two more backs unless they're going to be special teams players. I'm yeah. telling you. And I don't Adrian know if Peterson we have two right more now, backs that are special teams players, is, and Adrian Peterson is not going to be a special team. He's a better athlete but at he's the not running a back position than your boy Rob Kelly. And that, that Rob Kelly's not coming out of nowhere and putting a workout down that Doug Williams and, 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 and Jay and everyone's so, so freaked out about. AP We're talking about a physical specimen here. He's not a and starter. And Rob Kelly though. is not. He's not a starter, though. Uh, I'm telling you right now, right starters. now, right now, so they're the all, starter, they're all the, no, 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 right See, now, the there's, whole no thing. there's no starter. No, Bibbs is the, right, right now, Jay said today, Bibbs and Byron were competing with Chris Thompson as the backup for the third down spot. They don't want to have to get AD into it. It's not AP, it's AD. Let's straighten it out here. Straight to the all rescue day. nation. It's all day. That's his nickname. Oh. Everyone calls all him right. AP. You can't do that anymore. He's our guy now. We have to be honest. And he's going to be a first and second down guy. And Jay said today, and a medium short on third down. Well, he doesn't have to learn enough, anything different than he's already known, and we have the same runs in the book that he's had forever, right. which he said will enhance our play action. And you're telling me, if you guys don't think that Adrian Peterson is the guy right this very second, not, not, I'm not saying he's going to be the guy and he's going to be amazing, but right now it just gives me comfort to know that we have him, and it gives me comfort to know this, and I'll be done in 20 yeah. seconds. <laughs> he's got 99 touchdowns. Yep. He's got 99 touchdowns. His next touchdown in Burgundy and Gold will be yes. his 100th touchdown in the NFL. He is right now 12th on the all-time rushing list, three yards behind Marshall Falk, 36 yards behind Jim Brown, and 463 yards behind Tony Dorsett. Wouldn't oh, it be super sweet to doable. watch Burgundy and Gold running Art, back take over Tony Dorsett yep, at home this year at some time? There's some, there's, some, there's some milestones. There's some excitement about having this guy on the roster that gets me a little jacked up, and I can't oh, help and myself. And if he's, if, he's, if he's shooting up for us for 16 games or 12 games, whatever, he's going to get 460 but I think yards. The six games, he got 448 yeah. last year. That I know, translates I into know. at least... I, 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 I didn't think there was going to be math tonight, but over <laughs> 1,000, possibly around the 1,100 mark, if he stays healthy. That's ridiculous to think. He, but the math I'm he's here to in, help. The, exactly. But the, ma the math I'm interested in is how many more backs do you take? Is it five? Is it four? You've got to have guys at the end that are going to be special teamers. Do we have those guys? On cut day? I don't day, know if we do. On cut day, I think this there's going to be some it, more math I think there's going to be four. Well, you you can also keep an extra. Be five. You can also keep an extra linebacker. Uh, guys like Harvey Clemens, uh, some of the linebackers that we have are going to play special teams at a high level. Uh, running back 
linebacker and safety are your, your spots that you can have special teamers that you want to have special teamers, obviously. Um, and I think we have we have guys at the depth positions of those position groups that could make uh, the decision easier. Um, Better special teamers than I think either of those yeah. last two backs. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. But on cut day, there's going to be some backs let go. Yep. We're going to still be doing our investigative journalism, mm-hmm. yeah. not so much First Amendment sports, but the Redskins front office, because we did determine outside we're not yeah. great at that. That's right. Yeah, but not, not with that, that attitude? No, no. That, okay, okay, so we can that move attitude, forward. we're not going to be that. But right. I have that attitude. Fair enough. Be, Fair enough. I think on. you could do great at it, but, you know, T and I, we're out. We were just talking we're about out. not getting scooped Debbie and Seal, yet to be determined. Well, so there's a question from the comments. What do we got? Dave. Who's the name? Dave. What's up, Dave? So I'm sort of tying some things together. You said that people are upset. Are they upset? Uh, I'm seeing both. I'm seeing overexcitement and underwhelming. So the people that the people that you are seeing upset are they upset because they think he's going to take someone's spot who deserves there to be more than him, or are they upset because he's not going to be? No, I think it's 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 they're they're still scarred from their early Dan Snyder fandom. So it's not based in fact. Yes, it's not. No, it's based in. The Deion Sanders Rarely and the Bruce Smiths and uh, I, I do. I, it's not. No, no, no. It's based on Twitter. And uh, right, I'm I, saying I, so. Uh, it's the, the people on the Twitter are upset. Twitter. And I'm on Twitter, but yes, it is bitter or it's overexcitement. Yes. It's okay to just be like confident that hey, that was. I think that was a pretty good pickup for what we need. He's what the so kids too. call today. Yeah. He's a guy. Mm-hmm. So and not, that doesn't mean like on. a cast yeah. aside. It means. Yeah. He's a guy that's going to help us play. For Alex Smith, help us win. Alex no Smith has been around a long time. We're getting a guy that is a known quantity. Now we think that he's he's a, I think he's a, well inside the peak of his career. I think he's that kind of guy. But there's a book on him. He's been around. We know, we know the kind of quarterback that he is. When he's been at his best, he's had a good running game. And now that could be said for a lot of people. I understand. But his his the way he plays does require require that. And I think that Adrian Peterson. Is the is is a running back when you mix him in with P Ryan and Kelly and Jay play action Gruden? Yes, yes, and it makes defensive coordinators say, okay, well, you know, they're gonna get that guy can get three and a half, four and a half, if you know, you know, he knows how to hit this hole, he knows how to he knows how to run all these basic plays. I just feel like people are sleeping on when we talk about the trust factor. That's what coaches coaches want that more than anything else. They'll take the thirty three year old guy who's in top condition. Oh, he's a freak. And, and put him I, on the I, field way I, before you trust Jay a 23 said or 24 year old. three times. Fantastic, fantastic physical shape. Physical freak. He could not stop raving about it. I mean, listen, Doug Williams is going nuts on him. And it was crazy because, you know, Doug also said that uh, Mo Harris had a concussion on the top of his ankle. I've been trying to figure that out all afternoon. Yeah, how you yeah. concuss the top of your ankle. It I finally figured out that it was tough. contusion. Was okay. the translation, <laughs> and I love it. Ankle concussion. I love when Doug goes deep south on you, and he just starts rattling off oh, words, yeah. and he's and he's dumb like a fox. I love it. That's the slyest cat yeah, in town. Yeah. He's ours. He's and, ours. And he's a Super Bowl MVP, and he can say whatever the hell he wants yep. to. Yep, he can. Um, it's, all right. So I speaking of, speaking of, <laughs> and I want to know if pe- anyone, not that we have a huge appetite for the topic, but it's been a hot topic, um, and that's the helmet rule. I don't. I just didn't want to go uh, through the show without at least saying the words "helmet rule" because no one, I, no one has said anything about it. But you have you want, to say. But helmet if you rule. want to talk about it, then now's the time. The, the, I have. I don't necessarily I mean, want to get, get too much into it. But I. What do you got? No, what I'm do you just, got? It's just. It's the craziest thing ever. Everyone comes in. They teach a class. All the guys come out, and they're like, "We have no idea what they're talking about." Yeah. Coaches, trainers, players. Running backs, running back coaches. No one seems to have any idea. And at this point, I'm thinking, if you have your head down 
at the stadium at a urinal and the crown of the helmet comes out, you're, you're out of here, bro. You are out of here. You don't even know what happened. You're just, you can be with your, your in-laws. You can be with your mother-in-law. You're gone. Anywhere. You're gone. Don't. No crown of the helmet anywhere in the stadium. Ever. The, the, Done. The videos that they're doing, that they're showing, I don't know. Again, it's been put into the Is ground. that fair? I, I think it's the best possible way to explain it. Or to extend and clean it. But I, and I'll also say that... And you can't go pants down. That's I weird. When the one guy goes pants down... Well, you just can't lead with the head. You just can't lead with it. That's right off the true. Bat. That's true. But that gets confusing <laughs> on Sundays. It does. <laughs> it does. Especially Very confusing Sundays. on Sundays, yes. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know how you teach your kids this either. Like you know, I like to ignore that and you know. pretend that we had that conversation. <laughs> I think. That's what happened to me in generations so before me. So. And it this is, is what we think about the helmet rule. It is that yeah. stupid. I don't. Yeah. It, no one understands <laughs> it. No one gets it. And um, people are going to... Someone said this week that people are going to lose their jobs because of it, like players. I mean, of course they are. Uh, I know. It's scary. The legislation of it's weird. And I mean, when you put... The announcers uh, are the funniest part. Supermen in ha- pads and helmets, and you unleash them on each other, and then you try to uh, legislate them in slow motion. I mean, I that I think that is just... First of all, I just think it's stupid. There's no, you, I, there's don't, no I don't know how you do it. And I don't know how you can ever get consistency. How and the announcers just can't follow it. They're, they about, literally cannot analyze no, and discuss terrible. it. How about the helmet rule in Vegas? I mean, listen. Oh, yeah. How do they determine? <laughs> like, pl- games will be determined by the helmet rule. Yeah. There will be plays that happen that determine the outcome yeah, of, of a point. That spread. plays into Vegas. That's gonna, hands, it actually. does. I mean, you know, Vegas helmet, whatever. We're, we're, this, 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 w- this wouldn't be the first time that a helmet don't lead screws up. Or and it's the crown of the helmet. The, for what I understand, yeah, it is so, the crown. Yeah. And it's an important distinction, and it's one everyone should be remembering. So if you're rocking a beluga. Days. You seem to be all right. You just got to head up. Any part of the crown. See what you're Any part of the crown. Yes. Eyes straightforward. I think we've done as much uh, general knowledge to defend the helmet rule <laughs> as anyone who has explained the helmet rule. Uh, Next question. Does the third preseason game carry the same amount of significance uh, as, as it has in the past, or is, is the whole preseason changing in us. front of our eyes? I not think with it, us. It's case by case. I think it's team either. by team. Whatever. Yeah, team by team. Year by year. Case by no case, doubt. team by team. It depends on whether you've got an Alex Smith, which you know you what you have, and you don't want to expose him to, 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 to too much, and a Trent Williams and those kind of guys, or you got, you know, the situation in Cleveland, or you got the situation, or, a lo- in or all of a sudden a New lot York of places Jets, uh, where there's a lot of people still battling Denver. and trying to show what they can do. This is the week to do it, not the yeah. week before the opening season. I agree. It, it, it's this week, so I think it's team by team. I think with us, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. It, be I think that it used to be. I don't think it, it is. It's now. traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you I agree. Like? It's case by case. Sorry, I'm just saying. You know how it used to be that they'd have cut down from like 90 to 75 yeah. to 53. We go 90 now you all can the go way. Go 90 now. the whole way. I feel like there's less that hangs on the third game because there used to be a cut down after the third game. Yeah. Now they just keep all those guys and they kind of figure it out at the end. And so you know, I think teams and beat the crap out of those team, guys. Teams can play it different now that they don't have to make decisions after the third preseason game. The way Which is to. why they should go down to two. Two, two preseason games. Two preseason games. Yeah, but the it's owners would never. It's absolute. Because they? they don't want to lose revenue. Yeah, but they could. So you add the extra regular season game. Uh, first of all, if you, there's teams in this, the, the vast majority, including the Redskins, by the way, circa 1988, as recently as 1992, if you were to give one less, uh, you know, Preseason game. It's all, that's one home preseason game. Uh, you add one regular season game, so you're basically adding a half 
of a home game every season. So you're losing a half a game. Guess what? People are buying the season tickets. I don't understand the argument. If you're unless unless you're misrunning your franchise, which teams are doing, you can. It's that's to me. That's I hate that argument. You want to watch an owner come up with a revenue loss from two preseason games? You watch Dan Snyder get his big boy pants pulled up all the way to his chin and have at it. <laughs> yep. There will be nine thousand cheerleaders washing eight billion cars in Landover, yes. Maryland, starting yes. tomorrow, oh, and, and yes. they'll call it preseason car wash, and no one will lose one freaking no. dime. No, that's it, that's, that's, that's where our owner might benefit us moving forward. <laughs> How many cheerleaders? Uh, a, a lot. Nine billion. A lot. A lot. Right. Well. So, Seal, you're on yeah. the you're eight head of uh, that program. Yeah, and let's make it happen between yes. now and next Tuesday. <laughs> Come you're on. a Redskins cheerleader. When are you gonna tell us? Well, dude? He's, this is ridiculous. Sh- he's more of a car. He's you more of the car wash move? side. But I'm combining you ever seen this. Seal move? He's got moves. I've yeah, seen him move. I've oh, seen yeah. him long jump. I've seen him high jump. <laughs> yes. No pole vault though. No pole vault. Oh, on the contrary. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Anything, uh, any excitement about the Denver Broncos? So much Anyone excitement. care about the Denver Broncos? <laughs> That's two, our third. The two Broncos. things you've brought up are things <laughs> no one is talking about. You go about. mile yeah, high out of that, oh, that conversation. Yeah, That's what so we have yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's our week three game. I, and, and they're one of the teams that need the, that need the time. They're trying to decide. But they do have um, Keenum, who looks pretty good at, on, on top. But uh, Chad Kelly and... Um, was it Trevor Simeon battling for the and Chad that Kelly should have nothing to do with us. Yeah, well, no, but it, I, I no, but I'm saying yeah. that they're a team that actually needs yeah. a third preseason game to, to, to roll some starters deep. I do have vested interest. I, I think Chad Kelly, um, he was Mister Irrelevant two years ago. So last year's Trey Quinn, um, he he got a little dropped on his head a little bit, probably by himself Eastern by his own Mississippi actions. Mississippi Community College. He did some. He, he he has to answer for his own things, and, and he is. And I I think so. I. I'm the guy who watches all the preseason games. I run NFL Network around the clock, and I watch the games. And I hate myself for it. And I watch the fourth quarter of the Denver Broncos versus I'm Jacksonville not, Jaguars. I'm not happy Vikings. with you for it. No, I, I you know I know way too much. You're about weird guys. I love it. I love it. And watching Chad Kelly this preseason has been very fun for me. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's actually been fun. He's cool He's a to watch. He's a phenomenal athlete. Yes, he should be good in this league. Um, He's just got a two cent head. Yep, he went to his little it. brother's high school game and just started beating everyone up, uh, and I love him yeah. for it. <laughs> I mean, it's been there. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, he's the guy that he. I, I'm telling you, yes. I don't. I hate to pump up. It's good that it's preseason. I don't. I hate to pump up an opponent uh, or a player for the other team. But if you're going to watch the game this week, um, he's going to play. Uh, take a second to understand. He every like we said, everyone has friends from New York. Everyone has friends from Philly. Everyone, probably everyone who's watching this show has a friend like Chad Kelly. And he's tough to hang out with sometimes, but you love him to death, you, and, he's, and, you, and you want it for him. And I think Denver Broncos fans are in for a treat, if that's in fact where he ends up. Treat? They're worried that Paxton Lynch and Sua Cravens are going to be thumb wrestling for four hours on the sidelines. <laughs> this is what they have to deal with. I that's, know. He's, uh, he, we, we, sorry, we gave you Sua. You guys also gave us a Super Bowl. So, you know, I feel it's like it's good. a fair deal. It's all good. And, you know, John Elway is always smiling, so I, I feel like it's... And I, I do love John. They were, they were booing Paxton Lynch. Yeah, they booed Lynch. Yeah. Preseason it, booing? Ooh, Babe Laufenberg wouldn't have it. Yeah. yeah. Babe Laufenberg would never have booing that. Is I like, terrible. I have an affinity for their, I've been to Mile High Stadium. I've sold out football game, and I think their fans are, are great. And, you know. What is that they, altitude and local, uh, it's tough. Uh, uh, local policy is going to do for SUA? Is it, that's what I'm tuning in. Oh yeah. Uh, well, luckily for him, it's it's spreading beyond Denver. But 
He'll be uh, washing cars in Landover. It's also Fareed, the guy, the basketball player <laughs> yeah, who know, came from the, the Denver Nuggets. What was he, where was he? New York? Yeah, he was. It was in New York, and he gets yeah. he gets busted riding with, a, dirty. with a bunch of yeah, riding yeah. dirty. And I'm thinking, and it says, you know, he's from the Denver Nuggets, and I'm like, this is what these athletes. Someone needs to help him out because you just can't be like, I'm sure. That yeah, was an average Denver, Denver okay. Tuesday agent, night, right? Him. But he wasn't in Denver. Wasn't That's in Denver. where the agent messed up, oh. and and so did everyone oh, yeah, else by in the, the way, car. And yeah, remember ten years ago when if you got pulled over and you had a bunch of pot, you like got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, that's back on now. Yeah. That you're not in Denver. when you pull out your Denver <laughs> Nuggets ID and it's no longer valid because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're you're playing that's on the your East favorite, Coast. Your favorite yeah. word tonight is oh, Nugget. Word. By the way, that's true. it's come out a couple times. Even in the sound check, maybe not. Maybe not during the show, but it's like hairy one, bald one, weird one. Yeah, you're way. The Little foot, long foot. I don't know. Sorry. Anyways, it's the crown Ken brought up Kenneth Reed and the Denver Nuggets. It's true. I want that it's to, be, true. to be noted. Um, all right, so that's where we're. I mean, because that's. I think that's that puts us in the right state of mind for how we're thinking about this third preseason game. Um, I I don't want to see anybody out there. I never. I don't want to see anyone out there until September, um, and I don't mind paying yeah. guys right on the ninety to carry us for two games. Um, I mean, shoot! I, I, it's almost like when you know the guy goes up to the bat and he just he's holding the bat upside down. He's got his helmet backwards. I mean, that's that's kind of how how I feel like our guys, our Alex Smith and Trent Williams, like don't even suit up. Just just stay on the sidelines. I mean, they uh, will. They insane. will. They'll go in for a yeah. series. Hopefully, you know, maybe two. But I, I don't think we need to like no you know, have a warm up or a. I don't think we've ever agreed on preseason quite this level before. I know. But yeah, it's no longer the first half Alex Smith Normally, show. this is the dress rehearsal, but... Hey, if he wasn't such a pro, he would need no, more No, I know. That's, that, that, I, think that, I think that's, that's right. Saying. That's part of the yeah. package. That's, what, that's the it. beauty of Colt yeah. McCoy as well. Uh, you, and I love that T says that set. because we, we've had these, and yeah, uh, I, I'm a vet guy, and, and I will say that a guy's thing, he should have been out there. We've talked about this. I have no problem with him no being problem out there, but I still hate the fact that... It could have happened game one. I agree. I agree. It could have happened game one. Hey, when you're a rookie, you've you got to get reps, and you got to do. do that. You and get when you're going to be the guy, uh, he wasn't in the wrong place. It just That's when it really sucks. A- anybody who's anybody who goes from, you know, boys club to high school, yeah. from high school to college, mm-hmm. from college to pros, the first thing they say yeah. it was the hardest adjustment, speed of the game. Right. When you're a rookie, you got to get in there and figure it out and see it. I mean, I'm throwing down out and ups to Mike Gravenstein, then it's Mike Brown. That's two different mics. Yes. And, uh, you know, I love them both. But you know what? The timing is going to be a little bit different. Grabo is going to be upset with you on that. But. Yeah, it will be. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think Grabo is going to be ecstatic about this. He'll claim he's faster. Was he wearing sleeves? He's never run a down, out, and up one what? day of his entire life. Mm. He just smashed the guys that did, down, so he'll out, be fine. Right. Yeah. We drew that up at the beach, which you I guys like it. didn't know about. I like it. Ooh. <laughs> nice, Matt. Offside, Matt Seal. <laughs> you are done here. Let me done. pass that over. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pass that over for a brother. Yeah, I got you. All right, well, I'll tell you what. I'm looking forward to the Denver Broncos game. I'm excited about um, I'm excited about seeing, I guess, a couple of guys play. You haven't even talked about your Deron Payne, John Allen tandem. So, I think they speak for themselves. Yeah, that was well, I know, but I, thought, so I mean, cool. that, pretty pre- much, you know, pre-show, you were saying that's what they you were wanted so to cool. hit on that. Yeah. Uh, so I think what you wrote yeah. in both of your articles today, spot on. Absolutely spot on. They're awesome. Yeah. God, it's gonna they're be, awesome. It's going to be awesome to see. And, and it's, it's, We've talked about it last week. We yeah. talked about it today. The, 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 again, it's a lot of it's on paper. We still have to see a lot of it come together. And, and that's another reason why I'm not like, you know, this is playoff bound for sure. I mean, 
there's still a lot that needs to come together with this team, but there's a lot of things to be excited about. There's a lot of things to look on paper and go, they're definitely better than last year in terms of what I see and what, what, what's coming. You know, if it all does, definitely come together. With, with Payne and Allen, Allen and Payne, I mean, I'm, I've been trying so hard. I to know we're, it's think coming together. And, but, but it'll, and it'll come, it'll come. Sunshine and rain. But when you see them, Sunshine that's the first rain, tandem, the pain. first time I've seen it. That's the first time I've seen when I'm like, you know what? Damn. Someone else is going to see those two and be like, week when 14, we got to go up against them. Week 7, that's, how did the Redskins get those two? Damn. And then, and then, you know, we haven't had two, we haven't had something like that. Where the baddest guys on your don't team need to, are like, line up right line. next to him. It's my Ionitis. Who the guy probably goes. Oh, shit. Iron Man is a beast. And when Tim Settle comes and, in, uh, we're not missing anything. And that's hold on, Tim Settle and Lanier both could have batted that ball down because they were both at like up there, ready to just bat it down. I've been a like, friend, I've been a fan of Lanier's for a long time. Damn I mean, right. We got we got dogs. So, it looks so different. It looks so different. I agree. I just hope it mm-hmm. all stays together and comes together. I really, I, I'm always going to be the skeptic, I think, out of the three of us, more so, you know, that they, they still need time. It's not this year. This isn't the this, this isn't the magical year, but I think it's definitely a year to start getting really excited about what we're seeing if it all comes together. So, I, you know, I think as fans, Redskins fans, one thing I've always observed and I have participated in as a Redskins fan is, um, is the, the love of shiny objects, but the focus on... Uh, skill players, um, we, we haven't seen winning teams, so our love has been more with individual players. And this has been something that I think the Redskins fan base has gravitated to in the Dan Snyder era. Um, when not given a steady diet of winners, um, winning programs, our, our attention and our hearts have been dedicated to the names on the back of the jersey. And that's okay. We've had guys worthy of it. And on the defensive side, it's been – after Daryl Green and the Champ Bailey, it's been the safeties, the Sean Taylor. I'm not saying anything that's wrong or bad. We've fallen in love with the Ken Harveys and the London Fletchers, and I don't think any of us have ever had, in the last 20 years, the joy of watching a Redskins defense where the biggest, baddest guys on the field are standing in front of all the rest of our guys on first down, and then again on second, and then again on third. We've not seen that. And we're, we're going to see a that. A mountain in front of the river. Uh, Dave that's Butts, Daryl Grant. That's it. That's, that's the last great one I right and, there. And, and who does that help out the most? The guys and, on and the end. And why do we let Skandrick run and flee? Because the mountain in front of the river is going to help out. Yep. Fabian Moreau moving inside. And you got my man Dunny and Josh Norman out there. I mean, listen, Josh Norman, has, got, size. Josh Norman has not gotten enough credit at any level and yeah. for my money. Now you got Dunny out there, a guy that we undrafted free agent receiver that we turned that we turned into a corner yep. a starting corner in this league that was guarding des bryant two years ago when we're one of the young. biggest secondaries in the league fabian moreau now we're getting reps we can say skandrick beat it we don't want that cowboy retread and you know what he came I in there with a little mouthy and blah blah it mean, says a ton it, 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 and i freaking it sa- love it i'm not meaning anything against skandrick i'm just saying in the past no, that's a we guy let, that definitely I would am. be on the roster I mean, definitely we treated him professionally he wore a star you were a star. Yes. You can't take that back. It's like an inglorious bastard. We haven't been able to do that in a long time. Nope. We had to deal with that Brad guy all Pitt. season. Yes. And carve a Dallas star in your head. Views I'm not, I'm not cutting on Skandrick. <laughs> Me he neither. He could have very well we stayed had and had a good year that. or whatever. Exactly but you and I have been agreeing like some son of a bitch. But because football is getting raised. It's coming, boy. It's coming, and I love it, too. Nothing in the air. 
Oh, I'm say, sick I thought... of hearing all these scandals and crap. Let's just mm. get some football going. You know, people. scandals and just We got any, any last closing thoughts? Noise. Nothing, no gems. Started. Anyone we need to send shout outs to, guys? Anybody? Before we oh, sign off on Tuesday? You know, we got banter. We got folks. I know. I would love a banter. I just, we got I... Andrew from across the pond. He's okay. trying to convert pounds to dollars. Hey, Apparently good luck with that. That's an important thing. If you just mail it's a, a skill that we should never lose yeah. on uh, a gift card, right? It's a mm-hmm. you get ten fifty dollars gift card, a phone card, a phone card, and two First Amendment sports. Yes, we will gladly exchange currency yeah, for seven fifty for fifty. Also, I, I, would, I do want to say this before we leave. Adrian <laughs> Peterson today mentioned that Daryl Green ran a four point four forty at fifty years old. I believe it. He had some Tootsie Rolls in his socks as They're well. Talking about he's washed up. He's thirty three. He said, no! "I just came to Redskins Park." Very recently to understand that your guy's boy, Daryl Green, ran a 4.4, 40 at 50. He said that. <laughs> yeah. AD um, has to, you know, he's got he's to get, I mean, I think he's got to get in there um, on, on, was it Friday against Denver? I mean, he's got to get. No doubt. He's got to get in there. Got to uh, see. Got to see what he's got. I'm wearing going off. 50 hey, for me is at least two chairs, two chairs from now, and I'm definitely going to work on being able to go. <laughs> Four four at fifty well, myself. All, you, yeah, we're gonna make sure that happens. Oh yeah, no no. I'm Should he make wear twenty six? Sure that does happen. I'm gonna have to probably get a seatbelt on that one, which I've never. I've always, uh, I've always you get no seatbelt, but I might have to get a seatbelt. You get first crack. One. I love when you make me smiley burgundy face. Put a helmet on that one. I don't, know. <laughs> don't wear the helmet. No, okay, so no, we're not having we're old unless we, we get drink the thing. Poses. Should he wear number twenty six? Should he wear number twenty six? I know. I I I want to see what he says. Sorry, I didn't know. He was he was twenty eight in Minnesota. I honestly don't care. Okay. I really don't care. I'm not suggesting anyone in this basement cares. I don't think cares. you should wear 28. Well, we did do Redskins by the should Jersey numbers. 28? I am going to republish the original 30. Who cares? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, wait, who did I put? Who did we? I did number 26. Was it Clinton at the time? Uh, I think it was Clinton. I think it was Clinton. Yeah. I'd like to see him in a single-digit number. How about that? I don't think you're allowed to do that as a tailback. Very yeah, slimming. I, I think, I think red, you can. I, no, running backs can. No, NYG. In the NFL? I'll wear it if it's... No, because remember Reggie Bush wanted to be number five and they wouldn't let him That was five. in Reggie Bush era. Yeah, yeah, but that was before they changed the rule. I think they changed the rule. I think they changed the Running rule. Running backs can wear single-digit numbers now? I think so. No chance. I don't no, think that's possible. This is the Wide receivers NFL. can? No. Wide, Wide receivers, receivers have to wear uh, like 19, 8, yes. I thought they changed the rule. No, kickers and punters and Name one running back. Well, God damn it, I think they should change the damn rule. You know what? They expanded well, the, the, they expanded the available numbers for wide no receivers. Chance, Mark Mosley. That's why they went to the teams. Three. Yeah, but not uh, single digits. But no, running backs aren't in single digits. Damn it. Who cares, though? Sorry. You always win impossible things. Hey, Clinton Portis put a little temper tantrum on there today. I know. It was, it was a little Portis. Yes, dude. That's like why we're talking about it. I didn't like it at all. Oh. I know. I saw people oh. throwing a fit about it. I didn't see no, him. Every CP once is in a while, CP. That is childish. And I love him for Urchia. it. Yeah. If he, he was says, serious, uh, he should have called Dan directly. That just makes you go, come on, man. That he should have done, done it in man. the social media tantrum. Totally yeah. childish thing to get upset. Yeah. If he has a beef, he should call the team. I know. He has that, he has that line of communication. Um, yeah, no, he knows. He knows. He knows yeah. who to talk to. He He's was sad airing about, it out about Bashad for four years. He waited for four years to get this thing done with. Come on, man. He's, He's getting, getting his jersey Chick Hernandez puts it out there, T. Our boy Chick. Way to go, Chick. Says uh, AD's going to be wearing 26. And then Clinton goes bonkers on there. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Bruce. I'm Thanks, lower management. What's he expect them to do? I don't like know, say, but... 
Uh, by the way, that was Clint Portis' number. I think you should. Yeah, I think it's, you know, you take that up at, at Eastern Motors or in definitely at Landover Plaza. You, yeah, you call Joe Theismann from the sideline and uh, see if he cares. Yeah, but no one wants seven. I, no, got no, se- I got seven in college, and I said, I need 13. <laughs> Talking I got about a guy. Gig on the sidelines, yeah, that's all. True. I mean, he's, pu- he's, he's uh, I believe, over 7,000 yards um, for the Redskins, touchdowns. I, I, listen, I uh, putting aside. We're not going to miss you, CP. Pers- We're putting not aside the jersey you. issue for for one second. I love talking You'll about Clinton Portis. Clinton. I love Clinton Portis. I, mean, I, I don't. S- I saying. can't see any. Yeah. We don't have to focus Somebody on the negative. He was number? probably hungover. He might have had a rough in two thousand five yeah. on week one in September as a Redskins season ticket holder. I showed up to watch the Redskins play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we handed the ball off to Clinton Portis in his first play as a Washington Redskin, and he took it sixty-four uh, yards awesome. to the house. Clinton, you're all good by me. If you don't want him to wear 26, I'll at least entertain the the the, the emotion. I'm with uh, you for off the field when he yeah. said, "I'm so happy to be the most recent addition to the Joe Gibbs Racing Team." What a press conference that is for a <laughs> running back to say. I was like, "What? Oh my God!" Then he took the first one to the house. Uh, it was over. Clinton, it, it's it, great that, though. Then Clinton, we rammed him Clinton, into a brick Clinton, wall because yes. like, Clinton, I know yeah, you're listening. Yeah. Yes, he is. You don't need to be upset about this. We know yeah. who you are. We'll always remember who you are. Yep. You are a workhorse for this, this team and this organization. 325 and we'll never carries. That. No matter mm-hmm. who wears your goddamn yeah. number. Yeah. I mean, he had, Relax. Over, he had over 300 carries for us three times in four years. Uh, well over th- well over 325 carries three times in four years. Love Clinton Portis. Um, and he ran, he, he played not his way. And Joe, Joe Gibbs, he played Joe Gibbs' way. When, Joe, when he was traded to the Washington Redskins, he was a finesse. Speed back. Um, Joe Gibbs ran a power running offense, and he had Clinton Portis get pound, pounded one, in a power running offense. Clinton running Portis did it. I know. Hey, look, I know, I know, I know we're, we're late on time. I, yeah. just, I really wanted yeah. to ask you guys this question because it really enthused me fun. looking at the, 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 the greatest. they're having fun, too. Well, Emmett Smith with his 18,355 yards had 4,409 carries. Now, listen, I know the 18 isn't the impressive part. The 4,409 is nuts. No one, like, Sweetness had 3,800, blah, blah, blah. My question to you boys is this. Adrian Peterson is about to pass Marshall Falk, Jim Brown. Will he pass Tony Dorsett with 463? First question. Eric Dickerson at 983. Second question. Jerome Bettis is 1386 out. This guy wants to get into the Frank Gore is the only active guy ahead of him. This guy yep. wants to get into the top five. I think he thinks it's going to take him two years. In his mind, and Adrian oh, yeah. Peterson, <laughs> while he's working out for sure. like a super maniac. Well, th- the first one's only three yards. Well, I, and he, and he's I one touchdown. That. Then Jim Brown's 36. Jim yeah, Brown. He can get that. Jim Brown only had 2,300 yes. some odd carries. First game. first game. Against his former Jim team. Jim Brown partners. had essentially half the carries Emmett Smith what? had, and he's still in the top 10. Yes. Come on, man. So, on the Adrian Peterson playing for multiple seasons bit, one thing I always talk about at the running back position is salary cap. It's, it's kind of not sexy and a little bit boring. So you're not going to answer the question? No, I am. I'm going to say... The 400, I think hold on, hold on. Hold I think on the team. 400 the is issue the with the salary cap at running back is attainable. you get rookie guys in on rookie deals that are getting paid about $600,000, $700,000 a year, and I like building a running back stable out of that. Now, I love paying Darius Geis what he's worth. I love the, the higher draft picks to inject the talent. But the thing about Adrian Peterson that I love is he's, he doesn't cost us anything in terms of what he, he's returning value. There's he's a, he's no a veteran risk. minimum. Yes, so he is the perfect player no, that you build a stable out of in, in the modern NFL. The perfect guy. But 
He's also made a hundred million in the NFL. Uh, well, of course. But so I'm, I'm just right asking now. you. Does he? I know he passes Falk. I know he passes Brown. Does he pass George Set at four sixty three? Yes. I think that's attainable. Yes. I, think I think that's, that's very down. attainable. I mean, I think after that's a that, fair well, I think I think you kind of you gotta you gotta right, so wonder. The, so the that. real question Wait, are you worried they're gonna heat on him to get to number not eight? Suit him up? No, I, no, I don't know how this all transpires. Neither do we. No one does. The final question: Eric Dickerson. He's 983 yards behind him to get to number eight all time that this season. Be... Last season, he played six games, rushed for 448 for the Arizona Cardinals, who had three quarterbacks in his tenure of his six games. Yeah. They went through Carson Palmer. They went through uh, Drew Stanton. Stanton yeah. And then they, had, they finished up. And his, only in his six games. He only played six. As someone who believes in setting very high goals and dreams for yourself, I think that that is something he could put on his radar. I think that's... That's about as that's about where he's cut off. A thousand not, yards, not just from Adrian short. Peterson this year. A thousand yards. I don't know about number this year. 26. I think it would need two years. For All right. It. I think the four hundred. We're not doing a draft tonight, it, so it, this is, is a one question. Is attainable in one year? The four hundred and whatever. The nine, I, I that would be amazing. That would mean that he is. Right. Relied upon more than I think we're we're expecting to rely upon. That would be awesome, though. It if, would. If it he, would be awesome. If we go into the season with him. So I, I, I think a, a good question for people, and we can carry this through to next week, is um, is this the kind of player that you sign and, and uh, who gets cut at, at the deadline? He, he'll be um, on the – which I think the, It depends. I think the answer is no. Depends on cut day. He, he yeah. is – A lot of running backs he's in the get mix cut now. loose. You get signed a couple you days a before cut. Start. Yeah, if you Yeah, well, I'm saying if you get signed like a day before, two days before cut time, guess what? You're on the team. But if you get signed with two more preseason games to go, now I don't expect him to play a ton, but I got to believe that you sign a guy like him to play him. And if he's going to be a player on our team and Geis is not in the picture, then guess what? Yeah, he's getting 989 yards this season. Mm. Yes, he's getting 989 yards this season. In the basement. Every single year. This I, man's and, own know, basement. And, I love it. And, 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 I, and I'm not even here to tell you that it's going to be that uh, much of an accomplishment other than we will celebrate the fact that a 33-year-old guy who was signed in week three of the preseason went on to rush for 1,000 yards as a Washington right. Redskin. This but it's that. not sexy. The number it, of hypotheticals you just threw out on top of It's true. sexy to us. But and I'm there's saying, also, this ain't no ordinary 33-year-old man. Comeback but player of the year. I'm all oh, about yeah. hypotheticals before I'm about... A 33-year-old so either back. he's going to get cut before the regular season starts or he's going to make the team and, and, and run for 1,000 No, years. no, Savvy, I say... The guy's never going to stop working. He wants to be a top 10 he's or not, top 5 all-time guy. If you sign to get a this guy, you're signing him to be on your team. No doubt. To run, to run for I don't time. think they're signing him to try out. I think he tried out in his workout. I think if you sign a guy like Adrian Peterson, I think that's kind of why guys like him work out for teams and don't get signed. I think a lot of these guys could play on Sundays. Jamal Charles declined to work out. Adrian Peterson said, I'd love to. Yes, yes. You guys work out all the time the decision and happens. don't get signed. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, and, and in this league, you, ha- you, you, you are bringing in warm bodies every once in a while. And I said, you know, he's a warm body on our running backs table, but you do not bring in a guy like Adrian Peterson at this point. And guess what? Adrian Peterson does not sign this deal if he doesn't have a – Pretty good idea that he's going to be playing for the Washington. He signed for nothing. I think. I think he got nothing. He got offered nothing. That's right. I think Adrian Peterson deserves a lot more credit than what he's getting for this because he's not the diva saying, "I'm a future Hall of Famer that deserves more than that." This is the best part. Yeah, it's for the love of the game, boys. And And, playing with Trent Williams, his college teammate at Oklahoma. 
And what a flip on coming back full circle on kind of the, the way we've talked, at least kind of the things we've, the themes we've covered as Redskins fans that started when, when this owner took over the team. Here we are with one of the biggest name players over the last 10 years, one of the biggest games that there is, and yet we didn't make him the highest paid player of all time. We didn't back the Brinks truck up to his house with money. That's what we've done in the past with names like this. That's all, but. And, that's in the past. That's in the past. That's why another reason why I think we can celebrate this move is because it's like I said, our long good snapper will make yeah. an extravagant amount more than Adrian Peterson. That is the risk reward of this situation. And when Junior Gallette is begging to come back, when Adrian Peterson is begging to get on this team with no guarantees of playing time different. or money, it's different. we have taken ourselves to a different level yeah. in the grand scheme of things as fans and it's a step as as a franchise. It's a step. Tonight, Junior Gallette is actively tweeting about playing for the league minimum and ensuring his own Achilles to ensure no money comes his way if someone gets hurt himself. I don't know if he technically can, uh, like the union no, probably let him down. But <laughs> sounds desperate. No, no. Yeah, but guess what? I think he everyone needs pass rushers, and someone's waiting for him. He wants to be here. I he's think he's got a spot on our team, and it's pretty cool because you know what? He was functional last year. Well, it remains to be seen, but um, there's always a spot for a pass rusher. Let's see, uh, if can, let's see if I can. Let's see if I can. You can chuck it all up to whatever, but let's see if I can send this out on some some yeah, quick yeah. ones. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Does Junior Gallette play for the Redskins in 2018? No. No. Stabby. Does Adrian Peterson get a thousand yards in 2018? No. Matt Seal. Did the Washington Redskins win nine games? And I'm specifically saying nine. Okay, but that could mean ten or eleven. So don't worry about what Matt Seal said or twelve. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. Um, I'm gonna disconnect his buzzer here. Thank you, Kevin Ricca. This cold. Jeez. Four D. We got four D. What's going on? What happened? What did you just do? This cold boy play it down. A football for the Washington Redskins in 2018. Why would you ask me that? I want to talk to you again. That was a tackle. Yes. You cut off the music. Good. I am. I want to talk to you again. No. Yes. Maybe. Thousand yards, no. Junior Gallette, yes. Matt Seal, you're next. You're next, dude. You're getting tackled on this podcast. Bring it. No one's ever tackled anyone before. We're going to do that as a pay-per-view like cage match. I'm, I'm first not really sure that was a tackle. That looked like a major bear hug. You want I know. One? We're going to speed it up in post. You want one? Yeah, bring it on. You want one? We're going to speed Benjamin it up in post. <laughs> He's next, too. I'm Until next Tuesday, comers. after we play the Denver Broncos, and we have a lot to talk about, a teeny bit about Chad Kelly. All the rest about Adrian Peterson, Washington Redskins defense, and yeah. hopefully an effective Jay Gruden uh, week of football. Pete Schwetty, a.k.a. Matt the Real Deal Seal. Thank you, sir. Hail. Brian Stebby. Thank you, sir. Pleasure to be back. Pleasure to have you. He's Tim Stragan. I just want to make it known for the record, and Keegan, I want you to write this down, that I believe Kevin said he put nuggets in your mouth tonight. We're going to replay it, and we'll have an answer for everybody. Pretty sure that's gonna, what happened. We have a team of people <laughs> on this. Kevin Ricca. Thanks, guys. Here perspiring, if but I it's know, been a hot day know, in the basement. If I know Keegan's dialect, what T meant to say was mow. Mow. With an F. Mow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what he said. Yeah. On behalf of First Amendment Sports and, of course, Basement Podcast Studios all across this fine town of Kensington, Maryland, of which there are more than you can possibly imagine. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was... The Audible.